Welcome to Turn In Your Hymnal To. I'm Rex Bridges, and today we'll be looking into the background story of Another Year Is Dawning. Another Year Is Dawning, 1874. Since most verses on New Year greeting cards are so much sentimental slush, if such a versifier ever produced a poem that would last from a year's beginning until its end, it would be little short of miraculous. But if such a poem actually became a well-known and widely used hymn, that would be news of a sensational nature. And if the same poet did it for two consecutive years, that would almost defy description. But that is precisely what England's most famous woman hymn writer, Frances Ridley Havergal, did. For ushering in the year 1873, she penned a stirring bit of poetry which contained these lines. Standing at the portal of the opening year, words of comfort meet us, hushing every fear. Spoken through the silence, by our Father's voice, tender, strong, and faithful, making us rejoice. Onward then and fear not, children of the day, for his word shall never, never pass away. For the same season the very next year, 1874, when she was 36 years of age, she dashed off another original poem, had it printed on a specially designed greeting card, and sent it to her friends under this caption, A Happy New Year, ever such may it be. These stanzas now comprise one of our noblest hymns for welcoming in the year. Its equal would be hard to find. Beginning with this couplet, Another year is dawning, dear master, let it be in working or in waiting, another year for thee. It closes with these two lines. Another year is dawning, dear master, let it be, on earth or else in heaven, another year for thee. Although she did not have to write verses for a living, she did it for the sheer joy of expressing her Christian faith. Blessed with a beautiful voice and skilled as a pianist, this quote-unquote ten-talent woman used all her gifts in the glad service of the King of Kings. Author of more than seven volumes and at home in at least six languages, she early committed the entire New Testament and Book of Psalms to memory. While she suffered from ill health for many years and was coddled by her family on that account, her poems and hymns abound in verbs denoting action and activity. Her thrilling hymn tone, Hermas, is found in many hymnals, to it we sing either her hymn, Golden Harps Are Sounding, or the thrilling Easter hymn, Welcome, Happy Morning. As for her hymns, she gave God all the credit for their composition. I believe my king suggests a thought, she wrote, and whispers me a musical line or two, and then I look up and thank him delightedly and go on with it. That is how my hymns come. Although she died in 1879 at 42, just five years after writing her famous prayer poem for the new year, she left a rich legacy of sacred verse, including such gems as, I gave my life for thee, her first successful hymn, Lord, speak to me that I may speak, who is on the Lord's side, and the one that is most descriptive of her own experience, take my life and let it be consecrated, Lord, to thee.
This has been Rex Bridges, reading from Living Stories of Famous Hymns by Ernest K. Emurian. Copyright 1955 by Baker Bookhouse Company. Used by permission of Baker Bookhouse Company.